what it is! How's it going everybody? Today we're going to be doing a retrospective on, you guessed it, Spongebob Squarepants, the show that inspired all three of us as co-hosts. We're going to be talking about all the things. Talk about Patrick Starr, you know, Mr. Krabs, Mrs. Puff, and of course the man himself, or Sponge himself, should I say, Spongebob. So if you want to hear what we have to say, sit back, relax, grab a beverage, grab a snack, and listen on in to the first ones to die. Hey everyone, welcome to the First Ones to Die podcast. My name is Jonathan. I am here with my lovely fellow co-hosts, Jerome and Alex. How are y'all doing today? Jerome? Doing good. Uh, I have a comics update. I've been picking up a lot of comics. Um, oh, okay. But uh, just uh, have a comic yeah. haul. Yeah, I have. I have some here. So first, first we got. Um, I don't know who this uh, uh, writer is, or uh, actually, never mind. I do. Joshua Williamson. I do know who he is. Um, not personally, but I've read his stuff. Uh, but he wrote a new book called The Rogues, which Ooh. is about the Flash villains. So this first one's about Captain Cold. Um, I am super excited to read it. I have no clue what it's about, and I normally don't read about the rogues because I don't really read Flash, but I'm curious to he- see what it is. Also, I've been keeping up with my Moon Knight, but uh, I'll have you know, though, I was reading it before the show started, but uh, the show, and uh, because I'm not really loving the show that much, um, the book has been a nice reliever for me. Um, hey, when you find the one with Dracula in it, can you can I borrow it? Uh, if I do, I'll let you know. I Thank don't you. have it. Uh, <laughs> I haven't but, made effort to find it, but go on. I also got the newest issue, Wonder Woman Historia, which Ooh. I'm loving this series by Kelly Sudaconic. Uh, it's fantastic. Also, I love the covers so far. The first cover was That's beautiful. Cool this cover is beautiful. That cover is so, gorgeous. So I am excited. Even the art in this is uh, gorgeous. Look at this art. Look how good this looks. Wow. That is, re- it almost looks like it's glowing. Yeah, it is. That's so well done. It is beautiful. The art in this is so incredible. So if you're not reading Wonder Woman Historia, read Wonder Woman Historia um, at your local comic book store. And lastly, I picked up, uh, you know, a classic Batman universe. Because uh, Batman. So plus I, I've already read Batman universe, but I never owned it. So now it's like I actually own the book. Um, you have it forever. Yeah, and I've been rereading it. It's really good. Uh, by, and that's by Brian Michael Bendis, art by Nick Darrington. So, yeah. So For I a second, a I thought comments. you were going to say it's by Brian McKnight. I was going to be like, no, oh. not Brian McKnight. Brian is, I think, very busy making well, some R&B jams <laughs> in the meantime. All right, one more Kelly C. Is Co- he still there? One more Wonder Woman story page. Look at this. <laughs> Wow. Describe describe what it is for the audio listeners. Um, so uh, right now, at least this page, there's a giant woman and there's a bunch of birds flying around and uh, she's shooting feathers and stuff. So uh, nice. This ju- I hope that just inspires you to want to know what I'm talking about and pick up Wonder Woman Historia. Um, for those who don't know, it is uh, the story of this book is not so much about Wonder Woman, though. It's more about the history of the Amazons and how they came to be um, and Wonder Woman's mother, Hippolyta. 
is more or less the main character. So nice. Alex, how are you doing? Not bad. Uh, still working my new job. A little confusing over there, as I was telling you guys earlier. Um, it's a smaller practice. I'm still doing the same job with, as a medical person where I just kind of do all that fun little boring stuff. Um, but it's just still weird because I'm now the only one in my office, like Monday through Wednesday. I'm all by myself. But the office is split between a lovely, with a lovely dermatology department. And the girl who sits, like, right behind me at the same desk, she's so sweet. Her name's Allie. Um, and also, I don't know if I introduced them last episode or not, but Fish. Or I don't we think I had names about, for them. You, did, you didn't have a name for the third one. I opted Tony, but uh, I was uh, not taken up on that offer. Tony. Yaskier. I think the middle one's Yaskier. He likes to swim in the middle. Yaskir, um, Gus Gus, and then Sushi. My stepdad picked out the Sushi one. I think he was making a joke, but I was like, I actually like it. And also, another big thing in my life is I got a new chair. It's a gamer chair. I know. I don't know if you all noticed that there was no sound when I moved, um, which I'm <laughs> always really happy for. And it does. It no longer feels like I'm on a balancing board, which, you know, is it's comfortable. It's comfortable. It's something you would want in a chair. Gamer chairs are expensive, but like, They're worth even it. if you're not a gamer, totally worth it. Like, money well spent. I'm so comfortable. I'm I'm gonna start buying just gamer stuff because it's like <laughs> I realize too. Like, it's speedy stuff. Like, it's well connected. It's well made because it's meant to like last hours and stuff. So like, I'm gonna eventually have a whole gamer setup, and I'm not a gamer <laughs> at all. You're gonna be having a Twitch. Yeah, oh, yeah, I have well, a Twitch. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, right. yeah, I did make one. I did make one. I'm going to try to do, um, like, just streaming terrible movies that I love to watch and nobody watches with me. Maybe I'll finally get people to watch it with me. Hey. Speaking oh, of which, though, uh, the first ones to die is getting wow. a Twitch as well. Um, that then me and Alex will, will take care of that. But if you have any recommendations on what you want us to stream on it, as far as, like, whether that be video game stuff, or movie stuff or just like maybe behind the scenes stuff for the podcast if you want that let us know comment below tell us what you're thinking or you know email us at the first ones to die at gmail.com and uh tell us if you have any recommendations for stuff you want to see on our twitch channel once it gets like made and stuff also one last thing uh it was my birthday last weekend uh happy belated super- birthday Allie. Thank you. I got to throw axes with uh, my sister and her wife and her roommate. It was super fun. So much more difficult than I anticipated. Yeah, so much more difficult than I anticipated. Um, But so much fun. And then, like, we got to do some trick shots where you throw, like, double axes. And, like, you look really cool doing it. But, like, it's going to bounce at you most of the time. Because you don't hit it into the wall, so it bounces back. The amount of fear I felt sometimes when, like, my sister, mainly it was my sister-in-law, because she's she would throw so aggressively. And I could start out, because sometimes it'd bounce back. I'm like, oh, my God, no, 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 no. I've um, seen a video, I think, on TikTok of a girl throwing one, and then it just bounces right back, like, over, like, nearly ooh. missing her. her I had to tell my sister, like, she would throw it, and then it wouldn't, it hadn't land on the floor just yet. And she started walking toward it, and I was, I yelled at her, I'm like, Wait until it hits the floor and then go for it. Stop like walking towards it after it bounces immediately. I was like, absolutely not. 
Also, my mommy got me this really pretty locket. Nice. Oh, I don't know if anybody can see it. Um, I haven't put a picture in it yet. It's going to hold uh, Snowball and Cheddar's photo. Oh. Because I don't like people, so it's going to hold my cats. Um, <laughs> but it's really pretty. It's a little, little tree. I don't know. If... There you go. But I really love it. And I'm wearing it now with Snowball's paw. So oh. I'm wearing it to get used to it. Because I, I, I'm not a jewelry person, but I always wear the necklace now. So it's like interesting to have like more on it. Other than that, it's not a bit bad. T- it's not have English is hard. <laughs> like I'm from here. I'm born in the states. Um, it has not been a bad week, and you know sometimes boring is super nice. So like I've had a relaxing. Nothing bad happened. Nothing good happened. Just like mm, week, and I think it's great. But what about you, Jonathan? What's going on with you? You weren't here uh, last week, so. I, I was not. Um, I was in New York uh, last week or this weekend. Um, it was a mess getting there. It took almost 14 hours um, oh. with flight delays and stuff. But once I was actually there, it was great. Nice. <laughs> um, went to uh, Madison's in New York. Um I, I posted a picture with the um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris uh, figures and a few people were like, what? What happened? How did you get to meet them? And I, um, yeah. And I had to explain. Yeah, they're, they're wax. I think, Alex, you messed something, you, you something like. Um, it was it was the one with you and the rock. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. It, it freaked me out. I was like, you genuinely can't tell that's not a person. And then looking at you both, honestly, you look more like the wax figure. <laughs> because there was like, I don't know. There was something just you. It was so it, like it was so realistic. I was like, I feel like I know Jonathan's real, but now I'm doubting myself. I'm like, maybe you're the wax figure. <laughs> maybe that's what you were doing in New York. You had a wax figure made of you. Right, right. Hey, who knows? Um, stay tuned. Um, I also saw um, a couple of shows. I had a ticket to see Macbeth with Daniel Craig, but he had COVID. So oh. the performance was canceled. He must have um, said the play's name. And he had, I I had heard that the shows were back on, but um, like, because he got, he was going to be out through Thursday. And I had heard that they had like, begun playing again but um like they canceled it last minute um but i, I ended up seeing mention the uh dental washington movie when you said Macbeth. no i haven't seen that yet but i do want i do want to watch it um i can't tell if alex is frozen or <laughs> if she's just in this position i think she's frozen i think she's frozen yeah um, she's frozen because she would have okay. reacted by now uh, oh, and we lost her. Oh, <laughs> all right. Isn't that what the second uh, time this has happened? Right. Like, yeah, it happened. Didn't this happen last time you were here too? Yeah. Well, I say um, like you're a guest. No, like last time you were you were in town <laughs> and able to be on the episode. Uh, she disappeared. Um, yeah. Uh, but in in the place of Macbeth, I got to see um, a show about uh, Nina Simone, which was really cool. It was it was a really good show. Nice. Was it called like Nina or something? 
Um, it was called uh, Little Girl Blue, which is the name of one of her songs. And it was yeah. basically. That's right. Um, yeah. And it was basically like, um, like you, you were the first act or the first half is like you're at one of her shows in uh, the 60s. And then the second half is like you're at one of the shows in the 70s. And there's this whole like plot and everything. Um, but it's like it's like you're watching a concert, basically. Nice. Yeah. Welcome back, Alex. Welcome, Very cool. Welcome back, I was going to just play it off, but okay. <laughs> uh, eventually, I'm going to make a compilation of all the times my internet has cut out on me. <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were frozen or if you were just like very stoic. And that's why I posted that video of why I should never do the intro. Because <laughs> my face at the beginning while you guys are talking, not that I'm an interest in what you're saying. I just stare like blankly at things or I'm like trying to finish something up. Honestly, that Batman review we did, I don't know where I was looking because my eyes are upward. I noticed that was while you were saying the intro. I was like, I don't know where my I don't know what I was looking at. So um, that's fair. You don't know if I'm frozen. I just I disappear. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but today, but that, that was that was my well, the other, sorry. The other thing I was going to say is tomorrow I'm going to be seeing uh, everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, I got to see and, that too. That's on my list. Oh, yeah. Have you seen I it? See it? No, I want to see it though. Not yet. It I looks got, so I good. Everyone's see. talking about it and I've it's been on my radar so I've I I got my ticket. I'm going to watch it tomorrow at the uh, at the TCL uh, theater. Oh. Uh, you know me, I always love a good uh time travel multi-universe film. I have to yeah. say there's no time travel. There is multiverse though. Multiverse time travel cuz I believe Time travel is part of the multiverse thing. You have to have time travel. You keep making up all these time travel rules like you know time travel. <laughs> I didn't say it was a rule, but mostly why is the multiverse in effect? Because somebody messed up something. A anyway, where we are going to time travel to is the year 1999 when SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> premiered on Nickelodeon. <laughs> You like that? Um, <laughs> this is why we couldn't stay on topic in the last episode. We did not have Jonathan there. We stay we on topic. Off. It's a Magic Jar episode. There is no topic to stay on. <laughs> there are some topics. Anyway, yes, SpongeBob. Yes, today is our SpongeBob episode. You might have heard SpongeBob references if you've been a longtime listener of the podcast. We've definitely referenced SpongeBob a few times. We had a whole segment arguing whether or not Squidward was a villain or anti-hero. And so we thought it might be fitting to just have an entire SpongeBob episode. Um, if you know us, we like to make SpongeBob references. Um, so we, we thought we would, you know, do an episode dedicated to our favorite sea sponge. Um, if you don't know what SpongeBob is, and I don't know how you're you probably wouldn't. a toddler and tell your parents to turn this off because because <laughs> it is not a podcast bit for your age. Okay. It really isn't. Because Even that's, mainly, no way. that's mainly my fault. That's there's no, the only people who don't know who SpongeBob is are like too little. <laughs> to, to or or maybe they don't live in a country that SpongeBob airs in, although SpongeBob airs like I'm about to say everywhere. SpongeBob airs in every single country. <laughs> And he's a pop culture icon. Like, even if you've never seen the show, you've seen a backpack or a t-shirt or a meme. That's your first or something. Like you've seen you've seen something with SpongeBob's face on it. SpongeBob is viewed in 170 countries, speaking 24 languages, 
and has become a killer merchandising app. Wow. That's not all the countries, though. So if you live in one of those countries, that's not one of the... (laughs) How many did you say? 170. If you live in one of those not 170 countries... All I can think now is the Animaniacs. That's our... Oh, all the countries? I could Yeah, I know. I, ge- I failed geography, so I can't even, like... I know the tune well enough. But um, Also, uh, if you remember from our uh, last episode, we said our next review would actually be Sonic. Uh, you're just going to have to wait another week for that. Uh, you're doing this this week, and then, you know, Sonic We have lives, people. At some point. I promise you we will do Sonic, but just not right you, now. You probably saw it, because I know it was a box office smash. So just be patient, okay? Patience, patience is virtue, all right? <laughs> I love Sonic. Um, Sonic was one of the games I always played. But, and like SpongeBob, I always loved SpongeBob. I always watched him. <laughs> yes, SpongeBob um, is an animated comedy television series created by marine science educator and animator Steven Hillenberg for Nickelodeon. It chronicles the adventures of the title character and his aquatic friends in the fictional underwater city of Bikini Bottom. It is the fifth longest running American animated series. And uh, it is the highest rated series to air on Nickelodeon. And as well as the most profitable profitable property for Paramount, having generated $13 billion in merchandising as of 19, mm-hmm. as of 2019. Yeah. I'm surprised it's only the fifth longest running show, animated show. I know like The Simpsons, I think is like number one. Yeah, death, uh, Definitely. Let's see the. Oh, it brings me to a list of all the yeah. Simpsons running number shows. one. South Park is probably up there. Is South Park still going? Yeah. Oh yeah. Why? It, because Who's it's watching it still. Tons of people. It's because it still stays relevant by being about whatever's going on. Like their last special they did was like uh, about COVID. I mean, I I guess. I don't know. I just, it was never funny to me, but. Arthur, Arthur is the second longest. um, That makes sense. Animated. Arthur's been on. It just just ended this year. I know. Oh my God. I loved it because they ended it with the uh, Arthur writing a book about his life. It was so cute. Um, Yeah. Arthur, that makes sense. Probably also Blue's Clues might be up there. If they, uh, they're South doing Park. a Blue's Clues movie. I know, I'm actually really that. excited. I oh saw that God. they were like casting for it. See, I don't know though because like, I'm thinking about. Or no, wait, were they? No, they weren't casting for it. That was the never mind. Mm. Was something else. I'm thinking about I, Clifford, and I'm like, Clifford didn't didn't make a whole lot of money. No, like, but oh, this but is it, different. It's gonna have. It's it's gonna be like the the Spider Man. Spoiler alert for Spider Man No Way Home if you haven't seen it. Um, uh, but it's gonna be like the Spider Man No Way Home of Blue's Clues, where they're gonna have Steve, Joe, and the new guy. I can't remember his name. What's the new guy's name? Josh. It's Josh. Um, I, there's gonna, been pictures of all three of them, yeah. Uh-huh. And so it's going to be like the like bringing all the the worlds together. Even though they live in the same I'm about to say, universe, they all guess, exist but, in the same universe. Steve like, just got well, busy, you know? I, I, the reason I think it's going to be bigger is because more people our age really loved Blue's Clues. And when Steve came back and like joined again, everybody felt emotional. I won't lie. There's uh, uh, Steve, I don't know what his real name is. Uh, Steve blues clues does a tiktok where he just like listens to you 
And there have been a couple of times I was like, it was a bad day and that popped up on my, on my TikTok and I was just like, I was like, to have Steve tell me I'm doing a good job. I'm like, it just hit too much to my heart. I was like, all right. All right I saw that video. Many feels. It was like, that was a heart-wrenching video. That was, um, they made you feel. Um, uh, but the, the, the order for animated series is um, Simpsons yeah. and Arthur, then mm -hmm. South Park, Family Guy, then SpongeBob. You'll never guess what number six is. Just take a guess at what number six Futurama. is. Futurama. Nope. No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of. I can't think of anything. It's Cyber Chase. Oh yeah. I don't think I've never saw. I've that. never seen it. I've heard of it though. I yeah, I watched. I I remember. I I think they. We, I watched a couple episodes in like elementary school, like in school, and I I would catch like I. It would never be a show that I would like actively want to watch. I would, it would always be on in the background, like after school or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the sixth longest animated. I show feel in like history. if they had, because I wonder if Adventure Time could ever make that list. And the only reason why I say that is because I know that the main show has ended, but they've now consistently been releasing these like um, films on HBO Max that are like continuations of the Adventure Time story. So I'm like, would those count? What? Yeah, there's like uh, four <laughs> of them. They're about different characters. One's like about Peppermint Butler and some other stuff he's been doing. What? Another one's about Marceline and <laughs> Princess Bubblegum and they go on an adventure. Yeah, they're on HBO Max exclusively. So that's the only place you can find them. But, Open um, up faster. Okay, but, I know that. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, how have you not heard about these if you're an Adventure Time fan? <laughs> Oh my god, you're right. Distant Lands? I feel like... <gasps> it's gonna be more. So there's like almost like a sequel, because there's another one. Yeah, just, um, hold on. Yeah, there's a couple um, of them. A couple different ones. I've been pre preoccupied. <laughs> Not really. I don't have much going on in my life. Um, I don't know. I just... I don't look in the cartoon section when I'm in there. I either go... I've been watching... I told you, only a few shows on HBO Max... And you're missing out. I'm that. telling you, HBO I'm Max is where. No, I'm saying HBO Max just in general is like has been killing it with content. Well, no, I watch. I watch like yeah, no. Our flag means death. I ranted about it. It's such a good show. I really love it. Uh, Righteous Gemstones was so good. And there's another one now. Oh no, I think it's on Google. Um. Anyway, we're on. Well, you know again. what's on Paramount Plus. <laughs> is SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> not HBO Max, but Paramount Plus? It's true. <laughs> right, uh, yeah, right. to get back on topic. Uh, basically, yeah. basically, so uh, Alex and Jerome visited me in LA last year, and on one of the nights, I think it was after we went to Universal or something, um, we were like, "Let's watch a movie or something." And what movie do we end up putting on? We put on. SpongeBob SquarePants. What's the what's the subtitle of the show? Uh, of the movie? Sponge on the Run. Sponge on the Run. Sponge it's the, on the Run. It's the most it's the most recent SpongeBob movie. Um, it was interesting. Um, it was weird. It wasn't my favorite piece of SpongeBob content, um, but you know it's spongebob nonetheless so I, I will admit we were mostly confused a lot like we laughed but we were mostly confused like what it the was hell? it was confusing 
Because Danny Trejo comes out of nowhere. Uh-huh. Keanu Reeves has a full-on role in the film, like integral role in the film. We thought he was just a cameo when when he first popped up. Yeah, he's in a tumbleweed, and we're like, oh, okay, he's just there in the, like, Western scene. Cool. He's a tumbleweed made of sage, which is why he's called Sage in the movie. Mm -hmm. Really? Yes. (laughs) I don't remember that part. Um, I love Keanu Yeah. Uh, it was a weird movie, but I mean, it was so enjoyable. It's so weird now, though, to see the type of animation they put SpongeBob in. Because I, lo- I love and I don't love that old style two D, you know, way. And it's like, oh, now it's the- he looks like an actual plastic item mm-hmm. that you can touch. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, it it loses some of the roughness of the sponge. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he looks very smooth now. Well, and now they have those. Uh, or, well, that that new SpongeBob series, I yeah, think it's Camp called Coral. Camp Coral, mm-hmm. where it's all Coral. digitally animated or all um, C, or what's it called? Um, computer yeah, animated. Yeah, animated. Yeah, computer animated. Um, so yeah, which I mean, it's it's no different than Total Drama Island did the same thing, where their new series, like the series, is about like adults, and now they were like, but what about if they were kids and they knew each other? And so Camp Coral is the same thing. It's like, what if SpongeBob, the SpongeBob characters were all kids? Which, in fact, didn't we realize that that's what the movie was? Like, Sponge on the Run was just a way oh, yeah, for them to Yeah, it was like, a, it was was like, a, a, like a commercial. Everybody yeah. had met each other at camp, to which I'm like, um, that's not true because I remember the episode when Sandy came to town for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's no way they met that SpongeBob met Sandy at camp. Or unless, Mr. Krabs, who's like way they, older than them. <laughs> unless they forgot that they met somehow. SpongeBob Squidward's and Squidward's also older mm-hmm. than them, too. Squidward and Mr. Krabs are older. Right, they're older than SpongeBob and Patrick. At least that's the way they imply it. <laughs> yeah, no, Mr. Krabs is definitely like in his 60s or something. Or right. maybe 70s. <laughs> he SpongeBob, has a daughter a that's like child. close enough age with Spongebob. Right. Which that's still they a problem. Okay that's yeah, still I was a like, question that one's on problem. how they... <laughs> yes. I know, I love that running gag in the series. It's like, who was Pearl's mom? <laughs> that he is that a crab. He a whale. And she is a whale. <laughs> Which that's the thing that too, was, uh, you know. Shout out to like the all the voice actors in in uh, SpongeBob are just incredible, incredible. Especially, I mean, granted, you can't go wrong when you've got Tom Kenny playing the main character. Like Tom Kenny is the man of a million voices. Like the dude mm-hmm. has been everybody and anybody. He's Professor Utonium in Powerpuff. He's also the narrator in Powerpuff, and he's the mm-hmm. mayor in Powerpuff. Like when you have someone that so, Powerpuff, and, when that type of talent, like. You can't go and wrong. <laughs> so distinct too. Like no two. Well, some of them sound the same, similar, but yeah. he is able to go different places with his voice. That's just that are just really impressive. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know for the longest time when I was a kid that he also played Patchy the pirate as well, which is crazy to think about yeah and he's the narrator in spongebob too mm-hmm. like the guy who does the, t- the french voice. hours later yeah. like that's mm-hmm. him and spongebob and so many other I like watched, random voices throughout the series like in just random i characters. watched a, an interview with him and um hold on let me get bill farger buck 
Oh, Patrick? Yeah, Patrick. Uh, and Tom Kenny was like, yeah, I don't even remember half the stuff I was in anymore. He's like, my kids will be like, hey, dad, were you in this? Or like, hey, this kind of sounds like you. Was this you? He's like, I don't actually remember. And they'll have to like, he'll have to like look himself up. He'll be like, oh yeah, I guess I, that's me. He's like, good job catching my voice. He's like, I didn't even realize it was me. So this the man has been in so many cartoons. Well, it's because yeah. he like, he stays in like him because it's like him and D. Bradley Baker are like the two like ultimate cartoon voice actors because they can do like anything. They can be and animals. They can be creatures. They can be people. Like they can don't do it forget, all. Don't forget Tara Strong. Tara Strong. I'll give you that. Yeah, Tara Strong also. She is incredible too. She can. She, she can plays also. One do. of my favorite she, characters. Also, Timmy Turner. Uh-huh. And she also plays um Dill in Rugrats, the baby. The young My son. favorite thing she's done is well, two favorite is one Raven in Teen Titans and two playing bubbles in Powerpuff Girls. You would hmm. like Raven. <laughs> Raven's cool. <laughs> also, and you would like Raven too. She uh, she's like works with demons and stuff. That's like your whole thing. I don't work with demons. I just have one that hangs around. I'm sometimes. just saying, like that's her bag. If anything, she should be also your favorite character. What you like, Starfire? Is that your favorite character? I don't know who these characters is. Starfire, the orange one. Yeah. <laughs> and we gotta give it. We gotta give a shout out to Cree Summer as well. Do we though? Because Cree Summer has gotten plenty okay. of work, but Cree Summer does the same voice in everything no, she's uh-uh. in. <laughs> okay, you gonna, no, you, gonna knock the, you gonna knock the only I'm person of color saying, that we mentioned so far? I'm just saying, Damn. like if you want to give a person of color like recognition for being in a whole bunch of cartoons, mm-hmm. we can't look be no further. Look no further than my man Phil okay. Lamar. Phil Lamar uh, is the man when it comes to being in. I will, I will give it up to Phil Lamar That's what I'm because saying. he like. <laughs> He is in Adventure Time. He was in Futurama. He's in like, um, he's been in Family Guy. I know he's been in Gumball. But amazing, s- Amazing World of Gumball. The, are the, one, the yeah, thing, Amazing World the of Gumball. Thing about, the thing about Cree Summer is that, okay, you have voice actors like Tom Kenny and Tara Strong and all and the other people that we've mentioned who can do different unique voices, but someone who already has a unique voice of their own all they have to do is manipulate it slightly and it already sounds like a character. Like they don't have to do these crazy things to get to a character voice. Like you just listen to some people talk on the street. I'm I'm sure you've heard somebody talk and be like, and, and in your mind, you're like, you should be a voice actor or voice actress. That's because they already have a unique voice. They don't have to like manipulate their voice in crazy ways. So I give Cree Summer credit for that. No, I'm not saying Cree Summer credit because like, I, I do see the work she does. No, she's yeah, a great voice I see actress. All the work she does. She's done amazing stuff. She plays my favorite kids next door, number five. Like I, I give Cree Summer all the credit in the world. I'm just saying, like we're talking about people who can play like animals and stuff and do like, like and do all these other like extra things. That I don't think Cree Summer, her voice just isn't built for that. She is great at what she does in particular. But when you oh get into God, Tom Kenny was... territory, it's like, you got to come with it. <laughs> she was in The Weekenders. Oh, my God. I love that show. But Cree Summer, though. Watch that? No, I never saw The Weekenders. I know of it. Never saw it. Though. It was such a good show. I loved it. We still make. Well, it was me, my mom, my sister really love it. And we'll still make like comments from it. Like, we'll still reference it so much, and it's been, like, 
so long now. Yeah, Cree Summer um, for me is in that same boat as people like uh like a H. John Benjamin and uh and uh god dang it, who's the other person I'm thinking of? Well, Clancy Brown is probably in that category too, because Clancy Brown also he used the same voice for everything. But he's just got a, such a distinct voice. So he's great. Um like, you know, those those guys where it's like their voice is just so unique. They know they can't do like a bunch of other stuff because their voice is just so identifiable. You would know it's not like, you know, as flexible, but that's what makes it so awesome and unique is that they can play these amazing characters using just their natural, normal voice, speaking voice. And fun fact, if you can't tell from the fact that I have to look everybody up, I am not an actor nor a screenwriter person nor anything with and to do with this industry. So I have no idea who you guys are saying <laughs> well, or who you're talking about. Well, it's tough because like voice and we'll get on to SpongeBob one of these days, we promise. But voice, <laughs> well, voice acting gets voice like, bad, acting, like it's a bad rep. Nobody gives them well, enough credit. Well, no, I was going to say like the on the flip side of that. You can be a voice actor and live your life normally. You True. don't have to be a part of like that, like the fame, everybody knowing who you are. You can live in a relative like anonymity and just like live your life and get paid well because voice acting pay- pays very well. You can get paid well for it and just live your normal life. Yeah, but which is that- kind of which is which is kind of the cool aspect of it. Then again, you don't if you want to like get to that level of, of fame or whatever. Like Tom you, Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even it, then, Tom Kenny is famous amongst people who like know, know cartoons. No, no. no, not, like, not, see, no I, not Tom I, Kenny I don't in particular. I'm talking about just like you watch a lot of cartoons. So you, you're starting to see the names over and over again. Like when you look at the Actually, cast. Actually, I, I, I genuinely don't because I don't look at the credits and I don't look at the, like the names of things. But eventually I learned Tom Kenny. Um, because I start watching interviews with him and I'm like, oh, he's doing all the different voices. And it was like, oh, I know that character. I know that character. So technically it was just because I just watched a bunch of interviews with him for I YouTube. Because just YouTube gets me there. But it's so true. Tom Kenny has yeah. reached more fame because of the amount of work he does and the particular characters he does. Because, I mean, you can be a voice actor and like not be in the biggest of things. You're just like, oh, yeah, I remember them from that. But like Tom Kenny... If anything, he does, bringing it back, he does Spongebob, which has had an influence on multiple generations, and it's still going, and kids are still watching it, and... It's true. Spongebob is definitely one of those cartoons. People can be like, eh, I don't care about it. Spongebob is really a cartoon is, you love it, or you hate it. (laughs) I've never met anybody who's not on one side or the other. Um, But I'm more more so running to people who love it. Yeah, most people I have do. One- I mean, now, granted, once you start getting to the nuance of it, you might meet some people who are like, "Ah, I like the early stuff. I don't like the later seasons," mm-hmm. or right. or vice versa. I think that's I think that's the general consensus. I also run into some people, a lot of people actually, who are like, "Yeah, my parents never let me watch SpongeBob as a kid um, because they thought it was too, you know, like gross or stupid or nonsensical or whatever." Um, so there's those people who have no opinion on SpongeBob because they just never watched it. Yo, you know how you know when something's popular though? The true mm. mark of when something's popular is when it has a terrible looking popsicle. 
That's how you know it's popular. Because them SpongeBob popsicles, not a single one looks like that damn package. The gumball eye is always like right here. Uh-huh. The, the eyeball's always down. right there. I always, and or, you know how I know that? Because Spider-Man is the same way. His popsicle mm-hmm. don't look nothing like it's supposed to look on that package. And, and you know what those two characters have in common as well? They also have characters on Hollywood Boulevard in New York. Mm-hmm. So that that is also a hallmark. And of both have musicals. Well, Spider Man did have a musical, and then people kept dying. So, yeah. <laughs> so they had to cut that. Nobody down. died. That's true. Nobody died. But I mean, it was close. <laughs> <laughs> people were hospitalized, at least. Um, but SpongeBob got their musical, which we watched some of when we were we at did. your place, Jonathan. Um, yeah. And it was actually pretty decent. I think the only reason I didn't stick with it is because I was like, I'm sorry, I want to see the cartoon. I don't want to see a bunch of people in live action walking around with suspenders. Yeah, and, and I'd rather I'd rather watch it in person as well. That too on a screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather yeah. feel the, the energy. The Squidward kind of freaked me out. The live action Squidward was a little like I'm not comfortable. I love how Patrick's one is just a dude in a shirt and je- and shorts. <laughs> <laughs> like they they could not be bothered to even just paint him pink or nothing. He just showed up. <laughs> He's in a pink shirt and the Hawaiian pants. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder, like, all the characters actually wear pants except for the random fish. Like, the background fish only wear t-shirts. None of them wear pants. And you- except for one. Actually, one. He does, there, he, I know what he looks like, too. He's a blue fish. He's always wearing a white shirt and red shorts. And you know, um, those fish have names as well. Yeah, if you, if you dig up, into Spongebob canon, every single one of them have names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like the Look on the screen, I'm gonna poison him. <laughs> yeah, I found that out. I was like, "What? Why?" <laughs> hey, man, I I appreciate the dedication. That's pretty cool. That everybody has names. <laughs> uh, look to the screen. I or look to. The th- I don't know where I am when it comes to recording this video, but look near the bottom, I guess. Uh, and you'll I'll put some of the characters' names and what they the fish. Because like that is interesting, and that is a, an intention to detail. Do you think they eventually did it? Or do you think, you know, they were one of those people that like right off the bat, they're like, all right, we're going to do this because why? Because it just, we're just doing it. Well, I, we want. I think it's probably a thing where when they were animating the show, when it was early on, they probably made those characters just to be like background characters. And then they were like, oh, why but they make- needed to reference it. Well, not, or rather, I think it was, why make new characters? We could just keep using these same back, like background characters. And it's why the same models are always used in every cart, in every episode of SpongeBob. So it's like they have names because we only made a small amount of them. And then we just kept using them over and over and over again. And they I probably mean, need to reference them when they're the making the, the show. Like, all right, are we going to put. Cindy in this scene, Jerry in this scene. Yeah, Yeah, uh, maybe. It's probably for their use. Yeah, I mean, the old man, for example, like the how many times you got to keep teaching you this lesson, old man. (laughs) (laughs) Just like that that old man has been used in so many, he has easily died in so many SpongeBob episodes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he keeps coming back. (laughs) Um, What is your guys' favorite uh, SpongeBob episode? See, that's hard for me to say. It's, I've got like a, so I've got a group of them. Like I've got a, yeah. a series of them that are my favorites. The, what is the, the one you like can remember scene from scene? The the one I usually go to is Chocolate with Nuts. 
Um, <laughs> the chocolates. I, yeah, just like chocolate. I, 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 I remember like, chocolate. <laughs> wow, that was really. Good. I forgot it. That was that was very good. Um, technically, I forgot that, so I was super confused. But then I remember it. Chocolate. I remember right, how much I, remember I hated that. it. <laughs> like, like, go, like, I just love when she's talking to her daughter. Like, I hate you. <laughs> Don't stand there, Mary. You come over here and start rubbing with that chocolate. <laughs> I, I feel like my favorite episodes are the ones that infuriate me. Um, like Chocolate with Nuts, that one inf- that one infuriated me. Um, also, Why did it infuriate uh, you? Uh, well, yeah, I'm about to say, I love that episode, especially the dude at the end. And he's just like, I was born with paper mache skin and glass That dude bones. made me mad. That dude made me mad. <laughs> oh, because he was a con artist. Uh-huh. You know what, though? Um, to be also, fair, they deserve Fool me once, shame on me. Like, shame on you. Fool me twice. He got them <laughs> twice. Two times. Thank um, you. Also, the episode where... Um, where Patrick's parents come to visit. Patrick's parents mm. come to visit. I think it's I'm with Stupid. Is that the episode? I think so. I think so. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. That one, I didn't like that one at all. That one Patrick made me so A, a lot of people have issue with that episode because like uh, they've now made a new uh, Patrick spinoff show Patrick series? where you meet that's his right. family and they're like, that's not his parents. <laughs> Those aren't his parents. Like the, the people at the end that really show up that are allegedly his parents. Mm-hmm. So yeah. those aren't his parents in the in the series. Right. And they're, yeah, it's a completely different family. Although there's implications that they might also not be his family either and that Patrick's just some random place. It's weird. I haven't watched it, so I can't speak to that, but it's like really weird. There's dark undertones to SpongeBob, right. and I love it. So is Patrick like an, an orphan or something? Like, is he, I don't know. Is... <laughs> Have you ever seen a starfish eat? I saw it once, and I don't like it. That's something no human should ever see. <laughs> it messed me up. I like my favorite episode above all is the just one more bite episode with Squidward. Wow, that's when great he episode. like just goes crazy and is like, I need it, I want all of it. Because I'm somebody thanks to my lovely sensory issues and the fact that I can't eat certain stuff because it just bothers me. I like have certain foods, uh, safe foods. And so I'm like one of those like, oh, it's so good. I, and when I finally get to eat something new and my brain isn't like, this is disgusting. I get so excited. I will just eat it constantly because I'm so excited. To have. So I felt Squidward in that moment. I was like, I am Squidward in this moment. I will do anything to eat this food because it's great. Um, so I like really resonated with him in that episode, even as a kid. But it's also funny. Like one of my favorite facial expressions SpongeBob makes is in that episode. When he's going like, oh, why are you sweaty? Why is the Krabby Vat yeah, vault that. open? Why is just... all this? Mm. And I was just like, I love that face. You like Krabby like, Patties, don't you, like you swear Yeah. Yeah, that's like easily one of my favorite facial expressions of SpongeBob. You, you know that episode, that same episode, I think we talked about it, but they pulled this the, the scene in the scene where uh, Squidward is in the middle of the night and he's running over to the Krusty Krab to get some more Krabby Patties, um, there's a beginning part where he enters the door and he gets he like he's trying to yeah he gets he, he, he gets like he, it looks think? like there's a water a bucket above right, him right and but he's like actually, this is our security system yeah and it's actually gas and then he gets lit on fire that episode aired near nine eleven and so after nine eleven that 
um, that part of the scene was pulled. Because mm. there was actually two explosions. Like, he got into the kitchen and then there was another bucket of gasoline. Mm-hmm. So two explosions right off the bat. I can see why at the time you wouldn't want to show that on TV. Yeah. Um, but it's still easily one of my most favorite episodes. Just like he digs the Krabby Patty out of the dirt and like eats it. <laughs> he's like, it's so good. Here's mm-hmm. when he eats the, like, digs out the trash and then he's like, looks in it. He's eating all the trash and not the, not the Krabby Patty. And then when he that. goes <laughs> to eat, he goes to eat the burger, like SpongeBob just rips it out of his hand and like throws it away. Yeah, he, he, he burns, burns it. it. He throws it into a furnace and Squibber's like, um i my favorite is probably the the manly man like club with uh sandy oh winnie hood jr oh the winnie Winnie hood jr yeah yeah, when he's just like how like how tough are you it's like uh you got a bottle of ketchup yeah it's on (laughs) it's just like starts trying to open it it makes like, can laugh. I run it under some water that, first? And the, also the other one where he's just like, he's like, I had a bowl of nails for breakfast this morning. So without any milk. <laughs> yeah, come on in. <laughs> Why? And also, what like the milk makes it easier? You're still right. eating hey. a bowl of nails. Well, he's like, everybody eats, you know, cereal for breakfast. What makes you so special? I don't use milk now. <laughs> like, oh. I mean, I think you'd be crazy just to... Cereal, actually, I'll if you eat it from the box, I feel like it's okay to, like, eat cereal that's, like, snackish. But if you're pull- putting, like, just cereal in a bowl and then eating it with, like, a spoon without the milk, that's Oh, yeah, you're a psycho. There's no way. Yeah, you're <laughs> you absolutely psycho. That's the same with males. That's that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Um, Squillium Returns is another favorite episode of mine. Oh, it's when... Yeah. Squidward takes over the Krusty Krab, turns it into a nice restaurant. That's and a good episode. SpongeBob's brain. See, my mm-hmm. only one with Squilliam is when, uh, the, when they the Super. Of course, when the Super Bowl Bang-geeks. or, or the uh-huh. Bubble Bowl. <laughs> I feel like I feel like when I talk to people about SpongeBob, the most common favorite episode I get is that one. Yeah, because it's just like that's you were prepared for the trash. Whatever. When they're like, let's get ready. And then when they start busting out the song, (laughs) (laughs) I I preferred Squillium Returns because I feel like a lot of them were just being jerks. And Squidward was like, I need your help. And they're all like, eh, we're going to play around. I Um, did enjoy that. But I use that. Yeah. But I did enjoy the fact that that he has little SpongeBob's representing his brain. And then he's like, how can you fire us? We're just a figment of his imagination used as a metaphor to describe the reality that's going on in his brain. Well, I'm going to crack it out of that and you're fired. Please, I have three kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you mentioned, someone mentioned trash earlier, or the Squidward eating, eating the trash earlier. And that, that made me think of the health inspector episode where they killed the health inspector. Oh, yeah. Remember, they didn't the kill nasty him. Patty. They, they just they tried to bury did. him alive. <laughs> yeah. That I remember watching a YouTube video and someone dissected i think all of the offenses that they they committed in that episode and how they should have gone to jail at the towards the beginning of the episode uh it, it was it, it was crazy awesome. that, that reminds me of really quick um mm-hmm. there is a clip i think it was from college humor or funny or die where it's uh the magic school bus but they're all teenagers and they have to go get miss frizzle out of hell we're like that's like really weird 
We're like, let's watch the first episode of Magic School Bus. It was me and my friend Greg, the milk drinker. That's you keep making it now. like a thing. You keep trying to making it like it's a, like it's a crazy it is a thing. thing. It's not um, really. No, it's just it you. Is. <laughs> no, there's there's rules to milk, and clearly, even with the cereal, there's rules. Um, he, we were watching it, and like off the bat, we're like, we don't, we don't think she has like slips to take the kids out of school. So that's technically kidnapping. That's one offense, and we just listed off the offenses. And we're like, this woman is an endangerment to children and humans in general. I'm like, she needs to be removed from the school system. These kids are learning barely one subject a day. And it's usually one topic in that subject. Like they learned about Pluto and that was it. They learned mainly about, they didn't learn about the solar system. Pluto. Not to mention, they learned about she's Pluto, here which doesn't even matter. Because, you know, it's the second Arnold's like, you know what, Miss Frizzle, I'm going to tell. Oh, sounds like we're going to go inside of Arnold again today, y'all. And you're going to look at the pancreas real quick. Might, 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 oh, well, you might, might accidentally step on some parts of it. Maybe cause you to have a pancreatic attack. I'm just saying, Arnold. No, <laughs> but like these kids got so scared when Miss Frizzle took their parents. They're like, oh shit, they're gonna, she's gonna kill him or she's gonna turn him into vampires, I think the episode was. I was like, these kids were afraid of her. <laughs> there was clearly fear in that. Uh, but like, yeah, no, there's certain things where it's like, if you watch a kid's cartoon, especially like late 90s, you could list off the offenses of what occurred. Not like, oh, you're offended. No, like, you should be in jail. And I, re- mm-hmm. I watch cartoons now uh, a lot more than when I was younger. And I watch these shows and just like with a lot of dramas from the 90s or a lot of sitcoms and stuff like that. I'll just be like, this is this is terrible. Mm-hmm. You guys are awful people to each other. Why are you like even like together or like, why do you know this? Per- I would have walked away. This is a terrible relationship. See, you're like SpongeBob and Patrick. That's actually a really <clears throat> bad relationship. <laughs> um, What about some of the original uh, episodes like that first season where the animation's a little different. Um, well, it's like, older, you know, yeah, it's on right. cell, it's on like, that cell animation there, stuff, right? But there, there are still some iconic episodes in, in, in that uh set of in that season. Um, I'm thinking uh, the episode where uh, again, yeah, they think they kill Squidward and he and he ends up uh haunting them. Um, what else? There's the, uh, there's the episode where, um, what's oh, the, the pizza epi- delivery one. Oh, of course. Oh yeah. That's iconic. That, yeah, iconic. Is the pizza for you and mm-hmm. me? He's like, where's my drink? You, your drink? Yeah. What do you expect me to eat this whole pizza without my drink? <laughs> well, it was a diet Dr. Kelp. <laughs> right. I'm like, diet. I got, so I got, I, I realized as a kid, it's I got why mad I said that. I'm like, episodes. see, Squidward loves SpongeBob because Squidward even Squidward was like, "Oh hell no, nah. he gonna right. eat this damn pizza." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you know, came I was like, way. really? You do you do not have one beverage <laughs> yeah. in, in your, your house? Home. Yeah. Not even even water. You're surrounded by water. Here's the like, thing: do, do you are you really gonna throw a fit? Here's the thing: and 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 not Jonathan. Now you we live in the modern pizza. era. We you know what it's like to order something on DoorDash and then you get your order. You don't wait all this time, and then something you ordered wasn't in the order. You lose your mind. Dude, I will. I will never order from Buffalo Wild Wings online again. I've done it three times, and each single time I have not gotten my order even significantly correct. 
In fact, oh. it has gotten progressively worse. So the last time I ordered, they didn't eat, like, before it was like, okay, I ordered this chicken. All right, they gave me half of it and then half another thing. All right, cool. Second one, all right, they kind of messed up that one. They didn't give me my flavor, but, like, okay, they gave me a drink. This one, I didn't get a drink. I got, I ordered spicy garlic. I got, like, teriyaki something <laughs> and, like, Cajun spice. Uh, I I didn't get my drink. I I actually ordered a bottle of sauce, too. I didn't get that. So it was like completely wrong order. And I was like, maybe I got somebody else's order. Check the bag. No, it's my name. So I was like, um, I, that was, they, they wait, were just like, order throw whatever in the, the same bag, place? whatever. <laughs> yeah, because I'm right down near Seattle. No, I'm saying like, do, I'm you, saying order like where, do you order it like, like uh, wherever, you, like, do you have you ordered it when you're at the same location? I order it from their actual website every single time. Uh, well, I mean, like, Try ordering it through through um, one of the apps like Door or no, I don't trust it. The bond, the bond, the bond is broken. I don't trust them. I don't want to order from them because what happens? What happens if Postmates gets the wrong queue? Then that I set myself up for heartbreak because I'm like spicy it's girl. Point like, is, at least through Postmates, at least through like one of the apps like Postmates or DoorDash, it's happened to me where, um, like I've had my like somebody left my food at the leasing office they're like you're gonna have to get your food at the leasing office i'm not walking all the way to your apartment they left the food at the leasing office Damn. when i walked oh, th- no they didn't say that but that's how i felt they said that these look i'm not coming up to your damn apartment you're gonna have to come over to this leasing office and get your food get you're it. hungry right don't be like you're hungry right okay you won't come get it you'll be all right like, <laughs> and then and then and then I, it, when I walked over there, it wasn't there. Somebody took my food. Aww. So I had to, yeah. So I, but I called or I, I emailed DoorDash. I said, my food is missing. And they gave me my food back and like a $10 credit. I thought you were going to go like, so I immediately went to my apartment. Got Gibson, had him sniff the counter. And then we hunted down that bastard and got my food back. <laughs> as, as, as somebody who's had Gibson this close to my face, I don't think he would be able to. If out anything very well. <laughs> Food could drop on the ground like two feet away from him and he'd be like, you wouldn't notice. I gave Cheddar some shrimp and he did not like it. Uh, um, so this is a seafood free house. Thinking of pets, um, I will say that's one of my other favorite episodes is when Spongebob uh, adopts a jellyfish. I thought you were going to talk about Gary. I mean, Gary yeah, is awesome too. too <laughs> and there's plenty of awesome Gary episodes, but I just love... Uh, yeah that episode when he adopts each other. mostly because of the dance just the like that that segment is legendary when he's doing the dance yeah. with the jellyfish mm-hmm. um going around to gary though really quick there's an episode where gary runs away and like i didn't watch that episode when it first came out but i was watching reruns and i saw this episode this is around the time snowball was getting older i just cried so hard and that my poor cat had to deal with me like hugging her and squeezing her and just crying all over her <laughs> and she's probably like put me the fuck down i'm old i want to go to sleep and here's me just like oh <laughs> and like that that episode still breaks my heart i'll probably do it to cheddar if i ever watch that episode because it's so heartbreaking and like it's all because like spongebob i think forgot to feed gary in the morning so gary's like i'm out of here <laughs> Which is like kind of what now a little bit older. I'm like, what a spoiled brat. 
My parent didn't feed me Listen, one, so I'm running Neil away. Can do poetry, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. He is not just a regular snail. He is like legendary, and he should be taken there care was, of. Just because Sandy thinks he has epi- a way with world doesn't mean he does. There was that one episode where SpongeBob invaded everybody's dreams. Remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And then Gary was like talking with the British accent. Mm-hmm. He was very articulate. Mm-hmm. Smart snail. You think if you ever invaded one of your pet dreams? What do you think you'd find, John? You don't have a pet. Drum. I'm about to say. We uh, need to get uh, you one. <laughs> well, we're going to get you a singular, like, beta fish. He does, the Beta fishes don't need much. So you only have to have one in, like, a tank. No, but you got to get another You got to get another beta fish for him to hang out with or else they get, like, lonely. No, beta fishes are supposed to be alone. No, they get lonely. You just can't get, like, another okay. of the same gender or else they'll, like, fight each other. Um, What um, do you think you're... Gibson dream about? I think he's probably, well, I mean, food would probably be the obvious answer, but um, he's probably hmm, dreaming about which dog he's going to bark at next. Um, Is that what your dog just does? He just barks at other dogs? No, he, no, he's not. Is he he a self-hating dog? No, He barks. He barks sometimes. There's certain dogs that he barks at, and they're usually bigger dogs. Um, other dogs, he's like, "Oh, I want to come and play with you." But other dogs, he's like, "I'm gonna bark at you, and then I'm gonna play with you." He just wants to make his presence known before he think, initiates the, the the action of. What playing, do you think of, about? Of, sorry, Cheddar just thinks of food. Uh, no, I was gonna say Cheddar just thinks of food. What do you think about the idea that like they've also tried? Because uh, I remember a while back Nickelodeon. For Pride Month, they did a like post on their social media as of being like, "Hey, Happy Pride, everybody!" And they posted like all of their Pride characters, um, including like uh, that was like Cora, um, another character from some it's, cartoon I don't watch. SpongeBob, I SpongeBob was, was on there, and I like, and I remember being like, "SpongeBob is on is a part of the LGBT community." In what way? I yeah, because he, he he's cre- like asexual. He asexual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The creator yeah. announced that he was asexual. Which is like, I mean, I could see that. Every almost every cartoon character asexual though, because they're never gonna have those characters having sex on television. Okay. <laughs> Do I need to replay you the episode we did about asexuality? No, I'm talking about. I'm talking um, about because it's, it's like a, it's, now. It's like now a lot more cartoons are having more like cartoon characters have relationships. Well, no, it, it, it's like not that, about like, saying, like actual like sex. It's just about attraction. Like I'm not really that attracted to like people or anything. But Spongebob's been in love before. Um, Wait, he has? What? I think so. When? He's also blush when Mr. Krabs calls him pretty. Right. I, there's, or you know what? I may just be... Scene. I may be projecting because I think he's in love with Squidward. I still think that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's that scene. There's that scene where he's like, "Bye, Mister Krabs. Bye, Squidward." I was saying, Bye, Patrick. Patrick. Sure. Said, Patrick's like, "You said bye, Squidward twice." He's like, "I, I like, like Squidward. Squidward." Exactly. I'm just like, <laughs> I've, I've always, ever since that episode, I've been like, "SpongeBob likes Squidward. That's why he keeps. That's why he keeps living there, despite the fact Squidward treats I mean, him like he- trash." <laughs> <laughs> he pop. He literally pops up in um, Squidward's bathtub. And uh, for anybody watching the YouTube or even listening, 
I call myself queer, but like, you know, for the YouTube people. I still refer to myself as queer because I don't think it's anybody's real business what my sexuality is. And people also make stupid comments when they find out you're like not straight. And I'm just like, you know what? No, no for you. No more for you. Um, I would definitely say SpongeBob is in love with Squidward. Like they all fell in love with Patrick for a while when he dressed like a girl. Remember oh that? yeah. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> oh my god. Um, that's one a... of the newer episodes, I think. Not newer. Is it? It's like, like mid. Yeah. Mid years. Because all the epi it's weird. The episodes that we think of and we reference all the time, like the classics, all of those episodes are before like the year 2003. Anything after 2003 is what everyone considers like the newer episodes. I don't, I feel like I never remember, like, I re I'm like, oh, this episode's like, yeah, later in the years. They're like, no, this episode is from, like, the third season. Well, like, the Squidward one I referenced um, was Squilliam. That's from the third season, I found out. And, like, my brain's like, no, that's, like, gotta be from, like, at least the seventh or the eighth. No, it's from the third season, and it's, it's mind-boggling to me. Because, like, eventually you end up like mixing up the episodes because you're like yeah this wouldn't play on something like today or yeah this wouldn't have like gone and been a good episode back then it's like oh this is really just all merging together because in the end it's just a sponge that's laughing chaotically Which, that's a thing about spongebob too is how it has been able to continue to operate despite like the and you know spongebob isn't always very risque um, or violent, but there are like a few moments where I'm like, I'm surprised that got past the censors. Like the episode when the um, toenail, no, even you, the toenail, swear to God, Jonathan. Not even the toenail thing. Like, I mean, that that's probably one, but I'm thinking about even before that, like uh, the <sighs> episode when Plankton swaps places with Mr. Krabs, and Mr. Krabs is like operating, like is like attacking the Krusty Krab naked. And then he just like gets up and he has a bra on. Like, there is a time where that probably would not have been. Allowed on on television. He's like, damn. Because even if me. it's not, even if he's a cartoon crab, it's still so suggestive enough that they would be like, no, you, you can't do that. You know what episode I was actually really surprised they aired, and people actually end up loving it, the swearing one, because you knew which word oh, they were saying. Yes. Even with the dolphin noise, like you knew which word they were referencing, and it's like that's like the considered one of the worst words, uh, which I have said like five times. In the last half an hour we have been recording. So if you listen closely. So I was actually surprised they allowed that episode to air because I'm like, you really know what the content, what those sentence they are saying, you know what word they're exactly putting in there. And well, you do if you're an it's adult. Really funny Kids to me. probably don't. <laughs> There's like a certain age. I mean, I probably want you at like about like middle school, are. maybe you might know, be able to pick out still like, so like parents are watching this with their kids. Parents are the reason that a lot of good oh, shows got canceled. My parents didn't watch SpongeBob with me. They were like, SpongeBob's on. He'll be all right. <laughs> right, same. <laughs> left the room. <laughs> I remember every. I remember every time I would go over my uh, grandma and cousin's house. We would. I, I remember whenever I got there, I would just watch SpongeBob. That would. That is what would start my day. I went there every day one summer, and in the morning. That's what would be on it. And I would just watch SpongeBob in the morning until I would like play with my cousins later in the day. 
My mom has ADHD, like me and my sister, so she likes Spongebob as well, <laughs> because Spongebob is a lot like us, and then I think she also watched it because... She she likes to watch certain shows, I think, remind her of me and my sister, because uh, Spongebob is definitely a lot like my sister, and then I'm a lot like Squidward, or I used to be. I'm, like, aging back into him, but, like, it was like that. They're like, oh, it's like my babies. <laughs> It's like, stop putting us in cartoon characters. Because she used to call me Mandy from Billy and Mandy, The Grim Adventures. Yeah, I love that mm. show. And I was like, oh, it's a deadpan you voice. Talk, we got to do a retrospective of dark cartoons. Because it's like, it's like Billy and... Because like, that was a weird era for cartoons. You have Billy Courage, and Mandy was on. Courage, the Courage was on. Zim was on. Like, there was some like... I never really... Zim got... I never really liked Zim, Zim but dark. I loved... <laughs> Courage the Cowardly Dog is still and will always be my my favorite cartoon because I don't know what it's about. I don't know why why I love it so much. But like I even as an adult, I will watch every episode so closely and I enjoy it. It makes me happy it's on HBO and I Max. don't know why. You know there's going to be a Courage I, the I Cowardly have watched Dog it on movie. HBO. No, it's not. You liar. I'm seeing yeah, they're doing a movie. Right now. Yeah, they're doing a movie. <laughs> I, I learned really quick. That's also a trait my mom does. That I picked, I guess I picked up. She just says liar sometimes. When I'll say something, she's like, no, you're, you liar. And I'm like, um, what the hell? And now I realize that I do it too. Um, uh, back to the swearing episode of SpongeBob. Uh, Arthur also had a similar swearing episode where DW, you probably remember. Yeah. I'm just thinking, <laughs> I was thinking I him when he made that fist. It was the like when he uh, no, it's not the same episode. When he hit DW, it's like the whole world was like, oh, "Thank yeah. you, God damn!" She's like, "No, nah, no, nah, don't don't punish him. This has been a long time and coming. She's been getting that, yeah. this. This been there for a is long a clear time. lack of discipline in that household. Because I remember when he made that um, fist, I was like, "Do it, Arthur!" I was like the emperor, the emperor Palpatine behind Darth Do it. <laughs> like just hit her. He like punched her in the shoulder. No, but still, I literally. <laughs> what is it? I literally posted on my Instagram. Me and my sister are in her thirties now. She was like on. T- we were wrestling. I don't know if you can see from the video. Like she's lying on top of me. I'm holding on to her ears, and she's like grabbing my like love handles, and we're just yanking at each other, yelling, "You let go! No, you That's let why go!" When the show ended, so, and she like, was a cop. A lot of people were like, "Yeah, that makes sense. She'd be a cop. She bet she turns off her her, her body cam too." <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> have you seen those? Have you seen those those compilations with like DW just roasting the the living daylights out of everyone? Yeah, she she would put some good ones in there, but that, she that, was mean to Francine. I remember a few mm-hmm. episodes where I'm like, "What the fuck are you going after Francine like that? Like, what she do to you? She's always trying to Francine was trying, Francine was cool. Was it Francine? Yeah, Francine. That was our third. Yeah, she was friend. really nice. That, she was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, she I was, was almost my That, the, but the the swearing episode, um, they beeped out every time like DW or whatever said that word. And I remember seeing a video and this guy, he would um, like try to determine what the oh, word fill it was. back in. <laughs> yeah, because it's weird. There's they're saying multiple syllables out of your out of their mouths. 
but not a lot of swear words have like multiple syllables. So it's hard to determine what the word is. I'm wondering. It depends. No, no, no. Actually, swear words, it's uh, like, well, I was going to be like, like the F word. Uh, like, fuck. <laughs> it can be like a verb, a noun, a descriptive. It can be all this stuff. So it becomes multiple uh, syllables. So, like, depending on the context of the word, I mean, it is, there are ways to make it multiple. So Not, like, no. no, syllables are how you pronounce the word. <laughs> Meanings is what is what your definitions. No, oh, I tough. know what you mean. I know that. But, like, when you put, like, I-N-G at the end of something, it oh, makes the word longer. Yeah. Add syllables. So that's what I'm saying. Um, well, I mean, you know, I'm curious because Clancy Brown can can cuss, man. Like he, 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 so I'm wondering if when Mr. Krabs at the end of that episode just spills them all out, if they honestly were just like, Clancy, just go ahead and do your thing. Go ahead. <laughs> on, Par- on Paramount Plus, they need to put <laughs> the an MMA rated version of SpongeBob. Dexter's Lab has that, that episode actually like no, that no, no. too. There where was- there's the Dexter's Laboratory episode where uh, Dexter accidentally clones himself and Dee, but it's like the bad versions of them and they do curse <laughs> like, i love that there's always a child where they're like cursing's wrong and here's why even though the characters are having super fun with it it's bad <laughs> um i used to say the word damn a lot when i was younger i didn't know that was a swear word until somebody pointed it out to me and i asked my mom like why are you letting me say damn that's apparently a curse word <laughs> she's like look you could be saying a lot worse she's like <laughs> I love my mom's parenting techniques. Was like it could be worse. I like. So I'm just gonna I let like this go. As, I like how, as a little kid, little Alex was scolding her mom for not for not for <laughs> not being stricter. But like, why didn't you right. stop me? Look, things you could have done worse. All right, I'm gonna let this one go. Because like, but I told like I told her by the time I came around, that poor woman, she was just like, you know, just just it wasn't even like don't get pregnant, don't get arrested. She's like, just graduate high school. She's like, just it, please. She's like, just have this one. She's like, nothing else. Just do that for me. I was like, I barely, but I did it. Um, but what was I gonna say? Now I forgot. I was about to say you were kind of on the tangent there. I lost my train of thought. Um, what? What I lost was my train of thought? I was. I was gonna mention. So. Uh, oh wait, ha- no, no, no. I remember it really quick. Okay, really quick. Okay. You and me, Jonathan. We found an episode where they put in swear words. Remember? We oh yeah another episode that we referenced a lot when we worked at the science center was the night shift and every time we did we're, something we would say at night uh-huh and at we were night. trying to, we were just trying to find the right re- because there was no paramount plus that had at that at the time mm-hmm. and we were just trying to watch on youtube <laughs> all we, could, we were like how do you say the hash slinging slash and we're like let's watch hash the episode ringing, and then hash slinging dinging Hash ringing. Hash ringing. Ringing. Um, and then, and then, like thirty seconds in, <laughs> it's SpongeBob complaining about the night shift. Hey, Squitter, isn't this fucking stupid? And we're like, whoa, this is not SpongeBob. Like it had the normal opening, and we're like, whoa. Uh-huh. And it's so funny our reaction because we did go like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> right. It's general. It's funny. Oh, <laughs> just like oh, no. Chad doing like, some oh, Mission shit. Impossible ah, over here. Ah, it's all right. I'm good. Hey, I'm all right. Did, he does his. He does his best. <laughs> um, Cheddar, 
Cheddar, please, no nudity. I was gonna say, <laughs> um, what do you guys um, like? What did you guys? Because you know, when the show was out, it was like that was dope. But I remember much like when uh, the Powerpuff Girls did the same thing when uh, they were like coming to theaters, the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. I was like, oh shoot, they're making a movie and it's animated. Mm-hmm. We gotta go. Like we gotta go see. <laughs> <laughs> so what what would you guys think about like the SpongeBob SquarePants movie like when that was announced? Because that was like the first time that uh, in a long time I think the only other one what had been Powerpuff Girls as far as like big budget like it's gonna be in theaters movie you can well, go see. Ru- well yeah. Rugrats did it first Rugrats did it first that's true that's true Rugrats did they it first. they did, they had two movies before but theirs didn't I look as clean SpongeBob like SpongeBob was like. No, was no, clean. Rugrats looks clean. Rugrats in Paris looks clean. Rugrats. <laughs> oh, y'all getting but I will say like, also, though, I'll give you this. Also, though, everything is animated. SpongeBob was like, not only is it going to be animated, we're also going to go to live action, too. David Hasselhoff's our movie. <laughs> yeah, that was, I was, I went with like a bunch of my little cousins, but I was like, actually super excited to see it because I was like, oh, yeah, it was because I don't. I don't remember seeing the Rugrats movie in theaters because that's when I was really young. Um, and then after that, it was only like, oh, you have like an hour special of like Jimmy Neutron or Jimmy Turner or like other shows like that. Also, um, for those who want to say Jimmy was, Neutron yeah, did it time. first. No, Jimmy Neutron was a movie first, then was a mm-hmm. show. It don't count. <laughs> I never seen the movie and I don't. I don't think oh, I Oh, the movie's great. The movie is good, but I will say, like, I think the, the show is better. Is what makes I think the, the movie is, like, a great, like, proof of concept, and then the show takes that concept and, like, makes it even better and goes way bigger with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my bat. Okay. They've, they've done that with a lot of Nickelodeon. I've noticed they've done that with a lot of Nickelodeon things, though. Um, like, they'll have a movie, and then they'll make it into a TV series like... Um, Kung Fu Panda or um, Barnyard or see, but Jimmy Neutron. I'm about to say because that's that. I mean, Jimmy Neutron's the exception to that rule, but DreamWorks, that's what they do. <laughs> yeah. Is they take all of their because they did the same thing with How to Train Your Dragon. Like they had How, you, How to Train Your Dragon mm. movies, then they made like a bunch of shows. Oh, I love How to Train Your Dragon movies. I'm still such a nerd for those. Um, Barnyard dragon. was the one that was like the yeah the other exception where Barnyard was a movie first and then the movie I love how the show though completely undoes the movie <laughs> like characters that were in the movie don't even come up in the show and the lesson <laughs> Otis learns at the end of the movie he definitely did not learn because the whole show is how he has no responsibility and does not care about anybody but himself <laughs> Well, eventually he's supposed to turn into like his. Also, Otis is a cow. Cows are girls. A lot of people brought that up too. They were like, uh, <laughs> "Otis is not a cannot be a cow with udders because that's women <laughs> in the. He should be a bull. He would, yeah, he would have a bull. <laughs> um, but there are no bulls on the show. Well, I guess it's a farm, so they they're just there for milking. Uh, if that's I see like a the, cow on the side of the road, I tend to move still at it to this day. I gotta move. Um, um, go, ahead. go ahead. Oh, what I was just gonna say um, is, so it's weird. First of all, we haven't talked at all about Mrs. Puff. I was gonna bring up Mrs. Puff offended. earlier, but then we kept talking about other things, so that I kept forgetting. <laughs> but Mrs. Puff, that was um, one of my uh, other favorite episodes when Mrs. Puff like gives him extra credit. 
and she's like, my favorite thing at boating school is, is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's just I like how they explain what happened to Miss what happened to Mr. Puff. Oh yeah, like, he got oh, turned into she like, doesn't a like to, and it's like it's a lamp. And then like, like oh, when fuck, he man. when she gives him his his thing that she's dreaming about what it's gonna be like and he's just running people over. <laughs> <laughs> Which wasn't far. It makes me laugh. All, it is true because it's like SpongeBob is a terrible driver. I don't know why she doesn't just go like, "Look, you need to drop out." Okay, you're not get. You have been here far too long and have not learned a single thing since you got here. And is he? It's the same for reason. All of these classes, he has to be yeah. because if can, this was can, free, can she would have kicked him out by now. Well, it's the same way with like my therapist. If they told me actually how to fix myself, they wouldn't get paid. Right, she's getting paid by him being there all the time. Like, I'm pretty sure he's the reason she gets a new boat. Yeah, <laughs> all his I mean, money. She's a, um, to be fair though, she's a negligent teacher though. Because when that one kid flats, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna ki- uh, kick SpongeBob's butt. She just does nothing to help him. She is no help at all. What is she supposed to do? She's the teacher. But- Kick him out of the class or something. I don't know. They're adults. <laughs> They're technically all adults. <laughs> You know SpongeBob. Um, SpongeBob handled himself. I refuse to give that to SpongeBob. He is a child in a man's body. He's over eighteen. He's over. (laughs) I'm I'm on the the uh, Mrs. Puff wiki because I I needed to look up. I forgot the name of the voice actress who plays her. Yeah, Uh, Mary Mary Jo Jo Catlett. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, she's in your favorite movie, Jonathan. She's in Serial Mom. Yes, Serial Mom. (laughs) Uh huh. Um, that's the that's the thing I was going to mention is like. It's always weird when people who equally do as much voice work as they do on camera, like live action work, and you always you tend to usually associate their voice with whatever character they're playing. So anytime I see Mary Jo Catley in something like live action, I she's always going to be Mrs. Puff um, to me. And I know that uh, she's 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 cool with uh, like people on the street, uh, like. She, she's she's cool with like uh, pretending to be Mrs. Puff when she gets approached on the street because I saw a video and people were like, "Hey, can you say whatever line?" And she she says the line as Mrs. Puff. Um, I think it's gotta be fun to have like almost like adults look at you in like wonderment when you do a, that type of voice because mm-hmm. like I know I would I would look at them like you are Mrs. Puff like yeah. I turn back into that kid it's like. It's got to be, I feel like, I don't know, it, it might be annoying to them eventually, but for me, like, it must feel, like, so good to see, like, the, almost, like, the youngness, the innocent return to, like, an adult's face and being like, oh, we're just gonna say, um, going on that real quick, Jonathan, uh, Bill Farbark, mm-hmm. however you say his last name, he is in the movie Jennifer's Body. Is he? With, uh, Megan Fogg. Yeah. He plays the coach who, his son dies. And he screams out and curses, but he does it in Patrick. Well, it's because it's his voice. He sounds like Patrick. And it's hilarious to hear because it's like, it sounds like Patrick's curse. Like that whole scene was just like, this is just Patrick (laughs) being upset. So it's like, it was so funny. Uh, I'll post it on like Instagram because I I have it saved on my phone. It's such an enjoyable moment for me. Why? I don't know. 
She's uh, um, she's she's great, especially that episode when uh, her and Mister Krabs are like dating, and he's just like, "It's not gonna be like yeah. this or this, Krusty or Lo- this. We're talking about this." Crusty <laughs> <laughs> love. Uh, side note: There is a wiki for Mister Puff, and it says Mister Puff is Mrs. Puff's deceased husband. He was killed by humans, who then turned him into a light bulb cover for a lamp. He only makes so shouldn't she be called Miss Puff? No, she's still Mrs. Puff. Well, that was the thing in the episode because he was like, well, you're Mrs. Puff. So I assume there's a Mr. Puff. And then that's when the lamp comes into play. SpongeBob <laughs> was she... like, no, he's like, oh, what happened to Mr. Puff? And SpongeBob's like, doesn't really like to talk about it. And he chose the lamp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's got dark. But then again, in the SpongeBob movie, the original one, um, the guy in the and the scuba diver's outfit tries to dry out SpongeBob. Yeah, because he dries out mm-hmm. like sea creatures and then makes them into ornaments. And yeah, stuff. Right. like everywhere. Which I was like, this is kind of dark for the cartoon movie. Like it literally almost has them dying, and then their tears, like I believe, create a short circuit with the light. Which I don't know what or their what it is with cartoons. They always do that. Where like the second they get a movie, they're like, "All right, now it's time to kill a main character," and it's like it's always like because like trans- we're gonna just kill you temporarily, but you're well, gonna die. Like because the the main one, the first one to really do it was Transformers. When Transformers uh, had their movie, like Transformers movie, all the kids were super excited to go see it. Little did they know that Optimus Prime was going to die at the end of the movie. And it's like, why would you do that? You brought all these kids here to cry? Is that what it is? And then they they don't revive him. Mm. The cartoon just continues with Optimus just dead. And Rodimus Prime is now in charge. See, at least they brought Spongebob and Patrick back. I mean, that's a kind of a cry. Like, oh, we're just going to kill him off. We're going to have all the kids in one room so we know that they're watching it. We're making sure the children watch Optimus Prime die. Um, Sorry, I'm still on the Mrs. Puff wiki page and I'm learning some interesting information. It says the idea for Mrs. Puff and her boating school was what saved the show from being passed on by Nickelodeon. Really? If Steven Hillenburg, yeah, if Steven Hillenburg did not fulfill Nickelodeon's request that SpongeBob attends a school, they would not have agreed to greenlight the first season. I guess that makes sense to give him more like childish behaviors that like make sense well because like, yeah because every character in the show is an adult they're not kids right <laughs> yeah because you would the kids wouldn't be able to relate the kid you need something to relate to spongebob for the kids see to you say that but it's like i never like when i was a kid i didn't care about the driving school i mean it was fun it was funny but i was like i want to see this fry cook have adventures at the restaurant <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what um, I was expecting. Out I mean, it's so different than uh, Powerpuff Girls. It was original name was the Whoop Ass Girls. <laughs> that was the original pitch for Powerpuff Girls. They were the Whoop Ass Girls, and they would uh, the joke being that they would open up a can of Whoop Ass and, and consume it, and then they'd be powerful and kick you know kick ass. Um, but wow. of course, needless to say, you know, when he pitched it, Nickelodeon Although- or Cartoon Network was going for that, so they're like, "You need to change this name." <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite episodes is uh, in Powerpuff Girls when the teacher's like, hey, the girls are fighting too much crime. They need a bedtime. And he's like, all right, 9 a.m., everybody goes to bed. And 
they get good sleep, but like the city's destruction, which is kind of nice because the dad shows like, I'm caring about your health. I don't care about the city. Go to sleep. Be children. Um, but then they're like, it's daylight savings. They're like, oh my God, we get an extra hour. And they go and kick all the ass in town and then they get to go to bed. So it's like, ah. Oh. But like, I mean, that was like a, a nice experience to like watch because it was like, oh, they care. And also like school comes first for like fighting things. Will you not do that? Cheddar is on one today. He's just like, he's, he's trying to get your attention. He's just, parkour. Just um, like parkour. <laughs> As we we should probably wrap this episode up. Yeah, you can go uh, for a minute. Like, we could talk yeah. for yeah. hours upon hours about SpongeBob. Yes. But um I just want to say in conclusion, uh SpongeBob has had a lasting impact impact. And um one of the things that we didn't really talk about is the fact that it's still very relevant today in the form of memes. Uh the SpongeBob memes are out of control. And I That's love it. Forever, bro. Um yeah. Imagination. Yeah, the imagination yep. one. Yeah. Is I, I just love I just love any of the ones with just a screenshot of the background characters and someone's like added in a cell phone that they're looking at or like they've added some nails onto the, and like a a wig onto the character and they're just like anyways. Like There's one where they did that to Squidward and he's like this cuz he's like about to talk shit to SpongeBob and he's just like I and he's got like the nails See, the soil and everything. Soiled it one makes me laugh every time. The soiled it. So, uh, 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 what? I just said this is too much sauce. Uh, 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 it's <laughs> like, so what is wrong with you? <laughs> Calm it down. What was like? What did Plankton do in that universe that made Squidward that messed up? What Squidward messed up? That he just worked at the Krusty Krab. No, no, Plankton. What did Plankton do in that universe? Because no, that because was the episode that, where it was a where they switched bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Mr. So Grimes. what was Plankton doing to SpongeBob that made him have such a reaction that he's like, I saw it. Yeah, because SpongeBob is a perfectionist, and so he was like, he kept asking Plankton. He's like, I'm here for my review. He's like, Oh, okay. Well, you're doing great. He's like, No, but I need to like be working on something. Like, what is it that I'm you know not what? working I on? Can't... And he's like, Okay, uh, I guess uh, that you, you're putting too much sauce, too much sauce on the burger. And then SpongeBob just freaks out, and he's just like, I'm I, trying to give you I an do out, that all, but I do that all the time, actually, because like I I make stuff and then I give it to people, and they're like, Oh, this is real. I'm like, No, what's wrong with it? They're like, Nothing. I'm like, No. Tell me what is wrong with this right now. And they're like, Nothing's wrong with. It. I'm like. Then find something wrong with it and tell me. <laughs> and I've done that to like friends and like my sister's the same way, so she like gets it, so she'll automatically tell me what's wrong. And when she doesn't, I'm like upset with her. I'm like, no, you you know what this is. Tell me what I did wrong, and then you can like tell me what I did. Well, done. we know that SpongeBob is a perfectionist uh, from that episode with the pickles, and uh, what's his name, dude. He says you forgot the pickles, and suddenly SpongeBob oh, doesn't know how to yeah. make a crappy patty anymore. Like, uh, fu- uh, what's his name? Like, um, uh, is it Bubble Bass? Uh, uh, I think, think so, his name actually. was Bubble Bass. Yeah, I think it's actually Bubble Bass. And then he has um, to go in the gym and get his mojo back, and then he's like, "No pickles!" He's like, wait a minute. And then he pulls out his tongue. He's like, "He's been hiding the pickles underneath his tongue the entire <laughs> time." <laughs> SpongeBob's hands are probably so dirty. Not like you wash. I mean, they all live in the ocean. (laughs) They live in a bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know I if you were trying to make it better or worse. I used to be able to do the, you know, this is very random, but you know the, the I used to the, 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 the I used to be able to do that whole thing You gotta practice, Jonathan. He's he's above you. I just love the breath in the middle. He's just like, God damn. That's one of my favorite episodes too, when he's just the training video. He's like, sounds like a lot. Sounds like a lot of hoopla. It like it like broke the formula of the traditional episode. It did, because it made it a little documentary. I liked also the one with the commercial where he just points out, look, there I am. Yeah, this fun there's my he's hand. just in the corner. There, <laughs> and then he he's just like, you're not in the commercial, dog. Like, it's just like uh, Monsters Inc. When Mike was out, when he was, you... like excited to see himself in the Monsters Inc. commercial, and then the logo comes oh, yeah. up, and so he's like, I'm so sorry. That was incredible. Did you see me? I was in the commercial. <laughs> Like, oh my god. I did that to Jonathan for Man in the High Castle. Oh, yeah. He couldn't really Mm -hmm. see you, but I was able to spot you, though. And there was one where you're like sitting on a bus or a train or something, and you were like, how did you even see me? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. He's in like four days, four days filming, and you can only see the back of my head. (laughs) No, there's one where you're walking through a door. It's quick and blurry, but you can spot you. But that's what I did to Alva. Like I got, I got, I found you through the door, and then you know on the train, I was like, "That one's you." And you're like, "How do you It'd know?" I'm like, like that, I though, know the I back was of in a short film, and I was an extra, and I showed it to my family because I was so proud of it that I helped my friends make it. And every time I was on screen, even if I was in the background, you could barely see it. They're like, "Look at Jay! There he is! He's back there!" <laughs> <laughs> it's just like they're so proud. Now I'm just like a nameless character with no with no lines in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always proud of you guys when I see you randomly in things. <laughs> anyway, um, that being well, said, anyway, comment below. Uh, tell us your conclusion. favorite SpongeBob moments or thing about SpongeBob or how SpongeBob has impacted your life. You know, let us know. Share with us, or just email us at thefirstonesdie at yes. gmail dot com. Yes. I like how you guys battled there for a second. Who's going to end this? <laughs> All right, socials. Here we go. Jonathan, go. Yes. Jonathan. You can find me on Instagram. Wait, what? You can find me at Jonathan Keys on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you please. You leave for one week and forget forget Alex, go. You forget your... We remembered this time, by the way, at the end of the episode. We got it (laughs) correct. Oh, no. Yeah, we got it... We, we like meticulously we're like this is how you say it uh, I am at Alex and nobody on Instagram and on TikTok and soon to be on Twitch as well and just random social medias you can probably find me uh, with Alex and nobody um, I also do on TikTok the podcast TikTok which is the first ones to die where I post little clips of things like this I will probably post next one is probably Cheddar being a crackhead on the episode I don't know what oh, you're doing. Oh, you okay? Oh my god, are you okay? I, I heard you hit the mic. The whole I heard it and I didn't see it. <laughs> this is gonna be a fun edit. You alright? Are you okay though? No, I'm fine. It, w- it was more of a shock that but I just like that slammed that. my head on the mic. <laughs> no, I didn't so slam funny. it on the mic. It yeah, you just like it. Yeah. it tapped the mic. I I please be careful with your um, okay. 
Yeah, Jerome, go. Oh. You can find me at <laughs> at not Jerome Red on Instagram as well as at RoboZMedia and at Jerome underscore the underscore show for other creative things I'm working on. And if you want to follow us and find out all the things we're doing, uh, whether that be new episodes, content, extra content, all that stuff, you can follow us at The First Ones to Die on all social media platforms, including the Twitters, Facebooks, Instagrams. If you want to listen to the audio version of the podcast, you can find it anywhere podcasts can be found such as you know google podcasts apple podcasts amazon music spotify all those places and if you want to not only see video versions of all of our podcasts but also extra content that you can only get exclusively uh on the youtube go on over to the youtube at the first ones to die where you can find vlogs gaming videos uh mini reviews book reviews and like i said video versions of all the podcasts so Go on up there and uh, find extra content that you can't find in the audio version. And Alexandra. No, I already did mine. <laughs> oh. You just, you could, He's got a concussion. Jonathan he did, he can't remember the last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next week. Maybe Sonic. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> possibly. 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 So, you know, tune in next week to hear us possibly do Sonic. If not, we're going to do trivia. It's coming up at some point. Um, you know, trivia five. The franchise continues. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, and uh, if you haven't been around for any of our trivia episodes, let me tell you, that is a treat. Uh, in fact, before we do trivia five, yes. go back, watch trivias one through four. They're awesome episodes. Especially Trivia 3. That's my favorite. But um, watch the trivia episodes. They're incredible. Yes. I had to rewatch that. I'm like, why is that your favorite? Um, But yeah, Um, everybody say goodbye. Bye, Bye, y'all. We'll see you next week.